The steep economic recession that started in 2020 led to the bankruptcy of hundreds of thousands of businesses and have pushed millions of American workers into unemployment. While several sectors of the economy have collapsed, the housing market has boomed. However, the red-hot market has significantly cooled this year, and experts are warning that its reckoning day may be at the corner. In face of highly inflated home prices, rising mortgage rates, shortages of construction materials, an anemic inventory, and the coming expiration of the mortgage forbearance period, consumer confidence has hit record lows. Even more concerningly, all of these factors are forming the perfect storm for a housing market crash. Industry specialists have reported that, at this point, the housing market has exceeded bubble levels, and they worry the remarkable slowdown registered since the beginning of this year will inevitably set the stage for a major price correction in the coming months. And that's what we're gonna analyze today. So stay with us. Don't forget to leave a thumbs up and share this video. And please subscribe to our channel to keep updated with our latest notifications. Amid one of the most severe economic crises since the Great Depression of 1929, the United States housing market has unexpectedly thrived. The unprecedented demand for a new home has added to a lean supply and resulted in an enormous spike in prices. Record low mortgage rates also helped to fuel the price bubble over the past year. But things have started to get increasingly unsustainable as the pace of construction isn't meeting the growing demand and a shortage of materials will keep things that way for an indefinite period of time. As a consequence, the housing bubble has been expanding to very dangerous levels. In fact, according to the assessment of the former chief economist at Alliance Bernstein and financial analyst Joe Carson, there is an underestimation of how serious the housing inflation problem actually is. Data released by the Bureau of Labor Statistics points out that the gap between the actual change in house prices and owners' rent largely exceeds the bubble levels. Last month, the agency reported owners' rent went up 2% over the past 12 months. Conversely, the Federal Housing Finance Agency reported that house price inflation soared 11.4%. According to Carson, that gap over 900 basis points outstrips the 800 basis point gap registered during the last housing bubble peak of 2007 to 8. On one hand, surging home prices have led to an affordability crisis that's keeping first-time home buyers outside of the market while on the other hand, it has contributed to a massive increase in household net worth, hitting an astonishing $12 trillion in 2020, with nearly half of this figure generated by an unprecedented gain in equities market valuation. Now, the jump in equity values 
of approximately $5.7 trillion was the second largest on record, only below 2019 gains. And the fact that this happened in a year marked by a steep economic recession makes it even more peculiar, especially considering that during the recessions of the early 2000s and 2008-9, household equity holdings dropped by trillions of dollars. In his report, Carson described that the growth in wealth elevated the ratio of household net worth to income to a record 753%, which is 100 basis points above the highs registered at the housing bubble's peak and almost 150 basis points over the tech equity bubble period. Although high wealth-to-income ratios alone aren't predictive of a crash, they have proven to be signs of vulnerability and tipping points. In short, just as we've seen during the months that preceded the previous housing crash, household portfolios are oversized and unbalanced, fueled by a massive gain in a single asset, and such conditions make the market vulnerable to abrupt and sharp corrections. The truth is, household portfolios are most vulnerable when a single asset class is heading the game. The most critical vulnerability for household portfolios is an acute rise in market interest rates. And since the beginning of 2021, mortgage rates have been hiking, and they will probably rise to far greater levels than investors are expecting. At the height of the tech bubble, household holdings of equities accounted for 26% of total asset holdings. That's roughly twice its historical average. At the peak of the previous housing bubble, real estate's market valuation totaled 33% of total household assets. That's nearly one-third above the norm. And it seems like history will repeat itself. Considering that last year, equities represented 27% of total assets, surpassing the check bubble level. The expert argues that there are some disturbing similarities between the economic outlooks of 1984 and 2021. In 84, the economy was bouncing back from a deep recession, and the enormous demand was being partly driven by fiscal stimulus. In 2021, the economy is trying to rebound from an even deeper fall, and the extraordinary demand is transcending a wide range of consumer services and is also being propelled by massive fiscal stimulus. However, in 1984, fiscal stimulus represented only 3% of GDP, whereas this year, 2021, it's totaling nearly 10% of GDP. Even though there are notable differences regarding the starting point for inflation and the levels of interest rates, it's just not logical to expect the U.S. economy to experience a V-shaped recovery while the federal government has borrowed trillions without considering that a major upsurge in inflation will occur, and therefore interest rates will also start to climb. This year, large amounts of liquidity will be poured into the economy, and nominal GDP is forecasted to expand by 10% 
while broad money growth slows to a few hundred billion. For that reason, Carson stressed that market interest rates will have to readjust upward, calibrating the liquidity needs of the economy and finance. A 200 basis point increase in 10-year yields to 3% in 2021, half of what happened in 1984, sounds large, but long-term interest rates would still be low and far below nominal GDP growth. Now, keeping in mind that several market watches are predicting a 2% 10-year yield, which is only 40 basis points higher than from current levels, would trigger a stock market crash of at least 20%. Can you even imagine how sharp the next housing market crash would be if 10-year yields rose to 3%? Yields are already rising, bond prices are collapsing, mortgage rates have started to soar with a vengeance. The Daily Rate Survey by Mortgage News Daily reported that last Friday, the average 30-year fixed rate mortgage rate hit 3.45%, an increase of 70 basis points from the low at the end of December, which was at 2.75%. Since the start of 2021, mortgage rates have been moving so relentlessly that measures of weekly mortgage rates have been failing to catch up. Last Wednesday, the Mortgage Bankers Association released data signaling that its measure of the average weekly conforming 30-year mortgage rate had jumped to 3.28%, rising 43 basis points from the low at the end of December. While last Thursday, Freddie Mac disclosed that its measure of the average weekly mortgage had climbed to 3.09%, up 44 basis points from the low in early January. Well, the effects of this upward trend for interest rates could already be seen in an acute decline in mortgage applications in recent months, as home prices continue to skyrocket by the double digits. In February, sales of existing homes fell by 6.6% from January to a seasonally adjusted annual rate of 6.22 million homes, according to a report released by the National Association of Realtors yesterday. As this chart illustrates, on a year-over-year -year basis, sales in September through January had recorded an increase ranging from 19% to 24.4%. But in February, the year-over-year -year sales collapsed to 9.1%. That probably didn't come as a surprise for those who consider that in a year when 10 million Americans are still unemployed and at least 2.5 million mortgages are still in forbearance, rising mortgage rates would inevitably decrease consumers' buying power and consequently slow down the market. According to the American Enterprise Institute, a loan rate of 4% might due to severe supply constraints, result in an unsustainable house price appreciation rate of 8 to 11%. Additionally, several new home contracts were canceled due to an uptick in the cost of lumber and other construction materials, as reported by the National Association of Home Builders. Lumber prices skyrocketed more than 170% over the past year adding over $24,000 to the cost of a new home. 
metal products, concrete appliances, and other expenses are also surging due to the latest supply chain breakdown. As higher material costs and rising mortgage rates are expanding the housing price bubble even further, the affordability crisis is bound to only get worse. Jerry Howard, the CEO of the National Association of Home Builders, has outlined in an interview that the recent jump in materials costs and higher mortgage rates have begun to weigh on home builder confidence. He said the current housing boom should be watched very, very carefully because there are some dark clouds on the horizon. Howard explained that first-time home buyers are the ones that really drive the housing market. And since affordability has weakened substantially, particularly for first-time home buyers, given that prices have jumped higher at the low end of the market where supply is also the leanest, home price growth is fast exceeding income growth, which means the current home valuations are becoming increasingly more unsustainable. Slowing employment recovery and still high unemployment levels are not supportive of long-term sustainable price growth, wrote Suzanne Mistretta, senior director at Fitch Ratings. Newly built homes have always come at a price premium, but at this stage of the recession, more than 75 million households, or almost 60% of all U.S. households, are unable to afford a median-priced new home according to a fresh calculation by the National Association of Home Builders. It's important to remember that weaker affordability will be the key driver for a slowdown in housing this year. If buyers can't afford to pay the price, prices will have to adjust. Moreover, mortgages in forbearance are still a big determinant. The Mortgage Bankers Association have informed that 2.5 million mortgages, and that's 5.1% of all mortgages, are still in forbearance, which means lenders have agreed not to execute their right to foreclose, but allow borrowers to skip mortgage payments so they can renegotiate the debt later. But many of these mortgages were already delinquent when the forbearance period started. And despite the constant extensions, at some point, the $40 billion housing debt has got to be paid. In view of all of these market unbalances, all signs are indicating that a price correction is not a mere possibility, but just a matter of time. It's basic logic. The market is losing its ability to sustain itself because it has gone way too far, especially because this extraordinary rally is happening right in the middle of one of the worst recessions we've ever had, and circumstances are not working in favor of any sort of improvement. Instead, everything around us is collapsing. Supply chains are breaking, constructions are being halted, unemployment is still growing, wages are decaying, and higher mortgage rates will likely be the pin that will pop the housing price bubble. All things considered, we can expect the next housing market crash to be the most extreme in all United States history. All evidence is here, but there are none so blind as those who will not see.